Hello and welcome back. My name is Luke and you're listening to another episode of the Next Stage podcast by Web Summit, taking you inside the minds of business and cultural leaders from around the world. It's Wednesday, and every Wednesday we're looking at some of the best and brightest minds that Web Summit has to offer. So sit back, relax, and listen in as we hear from the leading minds and industry giants from all over the planet. Hi, everybody. I am Adi Ignatius, Editor-in-Chief of Harvard Business Review. And the topic for this conversation is how to tell a great story. Our hope is to share with you insights on how to get your companies and your product stories out there most effectively in a complex and crowded media market. We have a great panel. They've already been introduced, so we're going to just jump right in. And I hope that everyone is able to talk about specific stories. We can share some concrete examples of approaches that work. So, um, David, I'm going to start with you. Your company, That Lot, is obviously a big player in the social media world and with brand strategy. What tricks and insights can you share with the startup founders who are watching uh, on how to cut through the noise of social media and try to get some positive attention? Yeah, well, I suppose there's sort of the headlines would be, uh, first of all, know who you are very clearly. Know what you sound like, what your tone of voice is and know yourself. Know who you want to talk to and make sure that the tone of voice that you adapt works for that. Um, know the specifics of your story. I mean, my background is is really TV and film, and then I've gone on to social media as well. And, and as a writer, whether it's telling your own personal story or telling a, writing a film, it's all about the detail. What's the detail of your story, the human detail that will cut through what whatever the sort of technical thing, whatever you do, whether you're a grocer or whether you're in AI or whatever it is that speaks from human to human. And it's detail that is like the sort of messenger pigeon that will carry that effectively from one human, you, to the other human. So look at the detail of your story. And then I think the sort of 2020 uh, tip is what are your values um, in the in this mad world that we are in at the moment? Um, it's so important now. I think it's up to 80 percent in one survey I saw recently of, of consumers want their brands, their the businesses that they relate to um, to stand for something. Um, so what do you stand for and how can you communicate that again in a human to human way? What's the detail that expresses your value? And then in a social, the sort of general over, overarching social media thing, top tip is know your platforms, watch what the platforms are doing to innovate surf the innovation that the platforms are bringing in. TikTok has become huge lately. Can you authentically speak on, on TikTok? Facebook closed groups have become much bigger um, under 2020, the lockdown conditions. So can you, does that work for you? So innovate as well. Um, can I press you a little bit on, you know, maybe an example specific of, you know, you telling your own story or, or maybe telling a client's story with that kind of detail that you're talking about that really works? Yeah, I suppose... When when we when I tell that lot story, I sort of I sort of cheat in a way, especially in the UK where I'm slightly well known as an actor. So I already have a story where my face is already a story because people go, oh, it's that bloke who was on telly in the 1990s. So this is a story already. Um, and then I but I will bring details of why I have become uh, got into social media. I might talk about, for instance. Um, my obsession on Twitter. And then because comedy is my background, I might talk about how 
I have a following on Twitter, but a lot of people think and follow me because they think I'm not David Schneider, but David Schwimmer from Friends. <laughs> now, that's a sort of specific comedy detail, and it doesn't have to be comedy, but it's that detail um, of my personal story, and I think that that is the case. People often ask me, when's the reunion happening? Um, uh, that specific detail means that people will remember me. Oh, yeah, the guy, the social media guy who was the, the David Schwimmer guy. So if you can imprint some detail on the mind of the people you're trying to reach out to, I think it makes a difference. I love that, to make a career on the fact that you're not, but you're kind of close to David Schwimmer. That's, yeah, that's gold. As well. Take, um, take whatever you can, I reckon. <laughs> um, all right, so I want to come back to you, but but let's talk to Steffi now. Um, you know, you founded BLD Media some 15 years ago. You've probably seen countless innovators and leaders in the science and tech worlds trying to share their stories. So, you know, can you give examples of recent tech stories that have succeeded in, in cutting through the, the clutter? Of course I can. I love to bring people together. And one of my successes recently was that five years ago I brought a young man, a young scientist to the DLD media group and he was talking about immune therapy and cancer treatment. Then five years ago immune therapy was quite new and this is what I, I'd love to do, bring new people with new topics to interesting um, frames of stories. So I brought him to DLD and he spoke about cancer treatment and now, facing the COVID thing, COVID epidemic, or, um, he is the one who is very close to a vaccination. He is the founder of BioNTech. Maybe you heard of BioNTech. BioNTech is a hot bed on, on the vaccine race. And I'm very proud that we discovered him very early. And I tell you, Addy, what's what make, made me to invite him, not only the the interesting topic of cancer treatment. It's also his passion, the, the passion, the engagement, this amazing um, willingness to transform the world or his topic to make the world a better place. And this is always my, my thing to invite people. Yeah, it amazes me that so many companies that are strong companies with good products are really bad at storytelling. Um, they just don't know yes, how to get across. Yeah. So, uh, do you know? Do you have any advice on on how to demystify that process and how companies yeah. can do better? I um, I had I had the feeling that some of the big founders of great companies are even artists. They can't. They hardly can tell a story, but you can identify them via their passion, via their almost singular topic they can't talk about anything else than their product and this makes makes it um this makes it so revolutionary if you listen to them they have something new some unconnected unexpected and so the story is more their personality than the story itself it's it's, yeah. an, it's a contradiction but i i bet on people sometimes they have good stories but I bet on people with good topics, with good subjects, with good ideas and good products. Um, great. Okay, so let's bring in Amit. Um, so Gong.io, which focuses on sales intelligence technologies, just achieved global unicorn status. Um, you know, based on your experience, to what extent can data inform 
effective storytelling, you know, and, and maybe in terms of content marketing and, and branding? I think, uh, absolutely. First, like, uh, we use uh, database stories. So we share data that is uh, interesting, unexpected, and people that don't, uh, can't find anywhere. So at least for us, it's been like uh, very useful. And second, uh, the ability today to measure the impact of your story is incredible. So we leave, you could say like maybe like the worst of time, but also the best of times in that area. It's very easy to, to push a story. Uh, you, you don't need much. You don't need money. You, you have the audience and the world uh, is your oyster. Uh, you can measure the way that the story uh, is being received almost immediately. So uh, you can certainly use that data for that. And then how about you? Do you, do you, are you struck by good examples, you know, maybe from your own company or from others you've seen who, who get the storytelling challenge, right? Yeah. Well, I think we're, you know, I don't want to like, uh, uh, pet uh, myself on the back. I think we're doing a, a good job. And then as a, as a founder, you always tell a story. You, when you try to recruit people, like even that, that are, uh, you punch above your weight, uh, you tell a story. When you pitch to investors, you tell a story. When you tell, talk to the market, you tell a story. So that's like almost like job number one. I, you know, I pay attention. I think that most people underestimate kind of like the, um, the explosiveness that they need for the story to propel because it could be like, I mean, you, you the fundamental, you need to have a good product or create some good value, but most people kind of like are toned down. So think about like the sex pistols or, or, or Donald Trump, right? Which I, I don't endorse his messages, but he knows like to say things that are um, controversial and, and, uh, and, cause people to turn their head and that gets the attention like everybody, right? Uh, you can say it's right or wrong, you can hate it, you can love it, but it does get the attention. So this is interesting. So the, even the definition, you know, for stories, and this is really a question to everybody, you know, are we talking about an elevator pitch or are we talking about almost an ethic, a whole sense of who you are and, and, and why you are? The story is complex and has like multi, uh, multiple levels. It's got biblical terms, right? There's like the, uh, the Genesis story, the founders, the following, the rituals. If you look at like every, every successful brand, you can find all these animals. So the story is really rich. Elevator pitch is one thing. That's how you get people's attention. But if you want to uh, create something that's sustainable, it's a lot more um, uh, than, than an elevator pitch. Um, David, let me come back to you. You mentioned um, trying to master various platforms. Could you talk a little bit about, and specifically if you can, about how you need to tailor your storytelling um, according to these different platforms? I mean, are you trying to do the same thing, but to but to dice it up in a different way, or are you telling completely different stories depending on the platform? Yes, I mean, you're telling different stories on platform because the platforms if you're talking to TikTok it's a different audience from Facebook 
Um, so, uh, you must know, so you should know, and when we work with, with, with brands or with startups or giving them advice, it, it, it would be very much, you know, who is their audience? What do they want to achieve? And according to that, we then look at uh, which platform and then with data um, and with uh, insights, you know, uh, you know, and with paid targeting, of course, you can be very precise now about who, how to reach your audience. So storytelling, it's like a, a lot of, I did stand up for three very traumatic years uh, and a lot of the a lot of the stuff I learned there you can apply to the storytelling that you do on social or any sort of marketing um, for instance the elevator pitch is yeah your opening joke you got to get in there bang I'm interested and then it's that sort of thing about um I'll come back to individual platforms in a moment, but it's that sort of thing about how you then build a story so it's constantly moving forward. It's like that thing that they say about a shark, that if it stops moving forward, it dies. Uh, and you you have to constantly move your uh, story forward when you're, when you're telling it. And as a stand-up, what you learn is when a story sort of starts to sag uh, and then how to improve that. And I think... It's, it's telling your story, boring the people that, that are around you with your story, uh, practicing your story uh, and seeing when their eyes glaze over, they're no longer interested and in thinking oh, that that bit where I spoke for 25 minutes about the back end of my, uh, my invention, maybe I should condense that. That really does help, I think. Yeah. But David, what are you doing with a shy person who has yes. a great, brilliant idea but had, has no um, emotional intelligence to bring over a great story. Yeah. What are you doing with that? Well, or no I, acting I was, chops. I was really interested by what you said about passion, Steffi, because I, 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 I imagine that there are these very shy, and a lot of founders are very nerdy and geeky. And yeah, yeah. if you can just sort of telling your story becomes difficult if you're doing your talk or whatever it becomes difficult when when you're thinking about yourself but when you're thinking about who you're talking to um, and that's when I help people try to just actually perform their stories uh, it's about looking at the audience and when you're passionate uh, that's where you stop thinking about yourself and you just want to tell people the story. So if, if someone is, is, first of all, passion can overcome shyness. Um, but then, yeah, there are other things when, when it's, it, it, the good thing about social is that you don't have to necessarily stand there or sit there like we're doing now and say it. So you, you can get experts like myself um, to, to fashion your story for you, to put it in words, to put it in video. And you can be the shy person who is never in front of the camera, but says, Actually, I, I don't think that's true. But but what we try and do is is tap into the passion. I, I think that's the most important word that's been said so far that you said, Steffi, is the passion. Tap into that uh, and then understand the passion. And then we, that's why you employ people like us to then tell your story uh, so you don't have to. I think, I think stories also need to be refreshed. You know, I see a lot of companies that you know, it, it's, it's the, their, their story is, and their values, it's all based on the kind of founding myth or the founding story. And, you know, you, you need to refresh it. It becomes, it becomes stale, it becomes tired, it becomes familiar. And, you know, while still being true to your, your origins and true to your values, you need to refresh that from time to time. Hmm. I think that's um, my reference to Trump, who I'm very much not a fan of, um, is, is, is good when it comes to storytelling. He has told, I mean, that 
they're lies, but but they are effective. He's he is a very he's very interesting on Twitter because he it's not just about grabbing attention. It's it's how he's managed ignore whether you like him or not, and whether it's true or not. It's not true, uh, but he's very good at telling stories and connecting to an audience. Um, you know, I mean, it's yeah, it's it, he's a he's an interesting case. He's it's charisma. Case. It's charisma. He has you like it or not, but he has charisma. He can attract audiences. Sometimes I found out it's helpful for this autistic, for this passionate founders who can't who are shy to gather them in a round of other people who um, ask him questions without, you know, without intruding him, without giving him fear. I think it's, it's a good trick to, to um, bring up a story, to gather interested people around a storyteller. So, I mean, I want to bring you back in. I thought maybe I'd ask um, about Generation Z and what you know from you know, the data you collect. How does this generation acquire and process information? How do, how do businesses get their attention and their endorsement? Um, I think that you, uh, you probably need to like get into people's heads or make sure that you have like speaking like generation and generation like whoever in your team, don't, don't try to necessarily understand uh, because like people like absorb stories from people that are, that see as like uh, referenceable. Um, and again, like whatever, if it's like uh, TikTok or, 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 or Twitter, I mean, you need to get to like whatever your endeavor media attention span is like, uh, is uh, very short, like it's seconds. Uh, that's why I need something like armor piercing, really powerful, short, easy to understand. Uh, those are the stories that that, uh, that gets forwarded and, and, and catch. Uh, but if you, if you think there is there is a there is a trend over like from the platform like from uh, Facebook to Instagram to TikTok and you know who knows what's next but it's actually getting like shorter easier simpler that's uh, it's it's interesting though that I, I don't know what, what how your data works with this but I think I, you're absolutely right what you said Amit but what we've also found is that it it's either goes really short. Or it goes longer. And even on TikTok, we did some work for the UN where they had five minutes, six minutes uh, videos that people would people that it's in the middle where they're not bothered, but they will commit. Gen Gen Z will commit to watching something longer if it's well put together, if they're passionate about it. And it seems to me that, that this values thing is important to them. And um, and and yeah, on the one hand, it's short attention span, but on the other hand it's that passion thing again. If you, if you tap into their passion, they will really get into it. Right. Right. I think that, I think that that's, that's very true. And I would agree that it, it doesn't have to be short. It can be long, but it better be like really good. And as you said, like not let go for a second, like that shark, it has to be like on and on because like, if you have like one dip, yeah, it was the attention. Yeah. All right, Steffi, you have the last word. You have an elevator pitch amount of time to tell the founders who are watching this, you know, what do they need to do basically to tell a better story? Be themselves. Don't try to be another personality. Don't try to be an open mind, um, um, extrovert if you're an introvert. Just be yourself and be passionate about your idea, about your product, be driven and engaged. I think this is 
This is the, if I see an, a person who is very much driven, has a product to sell, and is, has difficulties to tell a story, I'm getting curious. All right, we're out of time. That was quick. That was a great discussion. And now back to Web Summit. Thanks for listening. And if you want to hear more about these topics firsthand, or you want to let us know what you want to hear, be sure to check us out on any of our social media accounts or visit websummit.com. That's websummit.com.